Hello, and welcome to The Jam. This is for when your life and your toast are a little dry. I'm Joanne. And I'm Maddie. And together we make The Jam. And we're excited to sit here and chat with you. So grab a cup of something delicious. Enjoy the show. (laughs) Joanne, what are we talking about today? Today, we want to muse about community what it means to have community, how we feel about community, how to build community. Do you really need it? Can you be a hermit forever and ever and never see anyone ever? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Who knows? So I think I've never really not lived in community. I think like you could argue that like family is a community. And being one of eight kids, there's literally always people around all the time. And as I was thinking about this topic, I realized, like, I think community is very important to my parents, too. And so we were always involved in some type of group or community. We, like, were a part of a prayer group when I was growing up. And my mom did, like, an aerobics group. And she was like a part of La Leche League, like all of these kind of like clubs that were also communities, but then built my community of friends too, as a child. And I've always been kind of like afraid to live, well, maybe afraid is not the right word, but like hesitant to want to live by myself because I know living in community, it makes me less self-centered selfish which is probably the same thing as self-centered but I have to like step out of myself and not think about like number one have okay like what would my roommate need like what would my sister need what would my dad need I think community like makes me a better version of myself basically because I can't just think about me and I also having that knowing that okay there's someone who I'm living with who loves me and cares about me and wants what's best for me and if I need something they're going to be there for me. I don't know if I know what it's like not to have a community um, in some way, shape or form. Um, I think there's been pockets of my life. Like I remember when my two best friends like moved away when I was in like high school or middle school and I felt a big lack because they were like my tightest community or in college uh, when two of my closest friends graduated and I had to like make new friends because then I became better friends with you. But it kind of, it was like, okay, I don't have something. Now I need something. I need to kind of fill this void of having those people who are the closest to me and who are supporting me and who are walking alongside of me. So those are just some general thoughts. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I definitely was brought up a little differently. Like I have one sibling, so it was just uh, a family of four, mom, dad, and my brother, William, and me. My extended family didn't really live in the area. Um, at all. So I, I have felt that I think, and that's something I think about, um, you know, going forward with my own family, you know, having that sense of like, we're a family unit, but that greater community of family, um, that just makes it feel a little bit bigger. And of course, like we have hopes for a big family, um, because we, you know, want to build that community because we think it's really important you know, for kids to have siblings and to have that kind of relationship. And I mean, obviously you can have that with, you know, two or three children as well um you know that community but we do love like the community that you see in larger families um and think that that's really important so so yeah so I guess I have never really given a lot of 
thought to community um, until it was like when I was in college and you're kind of, I feel like anyone who goes to college is really hit, especially if it has like a robust residential life, you're hit with like a lot of community and coming from a mm-hmm. place that didn't, I didn't have that all the time. Like you live in a dorm and there's like a hundred people around all the time. You're never really alone, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like comforting, but also terrifying because mm-hmm. you're never really alone. Um, and then, yeah, just having like a lot of social circles and, you know, the place where we went to college, Franciscan University, they have a lot of different like social groups you can be a part of. So there's never a time if you make it this way that you're not like in some sort of social something. Um, so yeah. that was really different. And so it is really stark. And I think a lot of people struggle with this when they leave college, even if they only had like their sorority or their like few friends or whatever, is that community is so hard once it's so much it's so hard because it's so different once you get out into the real world and mm-hmm. um, real world. Yeah. I think that that is when I really started to notice like, this is so important and it makes such a difference in like your life. And when you have that community, because there's people to call you on and people that influence you and people that challenge your decisions and, mm-hmm. you know, all of those types of things. And so I think it's really hard to find people who are at least close to like-minded or have things that are you know similar to you. Because like, if you're, you know, really into like, I don't know, comic books and things like that, but you don't have anyone to share that with, it, it can be like, you still love, you know, comic books, but you can't, it's, the joy of sharing it isn't there. So, so yeah, I think it's not only hard to build like any community, but hard to build a community of people who are interested in believe things the way you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so as I've kind of grown, I guess it's been almost four years since I graduated college, like seeing the real importance of building some type of intentional community and seeing that as a part of your life that you need to kind of like cultivate. Yeah, yeah interesting what you called out about kind of having a like interest or a like passion or something that is common that brings people together because I think like even like middle school and high school and college your community and your friends become people that you're doing a lot of times like an activity together like oh your community could be like your soccer team in high school or in college, it could be your, like, pro-life club, or your, like, I don't know, language club. I don't know, that was a dumb example, but, or, like, your sorority, where you're all kind of, you're gathering around, like, a common purpose, or a common goal, and you know that the people who are in the group with you by name, like, how you met, and what brings you together, that there's at least one thing that's, like, a core value, or a core interest, that keeps you together. And I realized, like, as I got older, that for me, it wasn't just important for me to know, like, oh, like, these people I can garden with, or these people I can, like, bake with, or whatever, like, I needed to know that the people that I was in the most intentional community with had the same core values as I did. Like, knowing that they were making decisions based off of prayer, that having a relationship with Jesus was important to them. Um, that growing and becoming like more the person God created them to be was important them, important to them. And that, that, that commonality, once I had friends that had that commonality, that's when I feel like the communities I was in were the most 
beneficial to my growth. And I remember in high school kind of like longing for like, I just want a group of friends who have the same values and the same, like the same ideals for their life. And I felt like even though I had people around me all the time, I felt lonely because there weren't people who had that kind of like same heart or same mind as me around something common. And when I got to college, that's, well, it wasn't actually college, wasn't the first time, but when I did net ministries and was on a team with people who are doing evangelization and really trying to learn how to pray and, you know, like live their life for God. I was like, oh, this is what community feels like. This is what it feels like to be like, to not be lonely, you know? I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that community has to, you have to have some kind of like core interest or belief, or do you think community can just really be like anyone? I definitely, I think it's a good question to kind of think about, you know, like, could it just be anything? And, and I guess I think community doesn't organically grow around like anyone who has like a free hour, you know, like I think Mm -hmm. it organically grows around something that you all have in common. So like you're all neighbors or you're all, you know, at the rec center, like choosing to go like for recreation or, you know, I think that maybe I can't think of an example actually of a group of people that would be, there's nothing kind of underlying that brings them together. And I think that there are definitely people who like, maybe you go to the library for like computer class and you realize that the people who go to computer class just really aren't the type of people that you either have a desire to hang out with just because you don't want to, or if it's just not like a group that suits you, even though you like learning about computers. I don't know. I feel like computer mm-hmm. class is such a bad example, but I, <laughs> I was going to say story time, like a, but I'm like, you can like have a common interest with someone, but still not click with them. Like they're right. Like I always talk about like, okay, there's people who are going to be like your people, even though you might not be super similar, you probably, you have something in common, but there's always going to be people that like maybe have the same interest as you, but you don't click with. And that's okay. You don't right, have to like click right. with or have community with everyone. I think in fact, it's better to have more of like a selective group of people that you choose to share those kind of like deepest, I don't know, most important parts of your life with. Anyways, that was kind of a tangent. What else were you saying? Yeah. And I think there's a big difference between like community of people who are similar in one way and like, you know, your best friends, like you can easily have community with people who you don't click with, but not necessarily like seek out a deeper relationship. But, Hmm. um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that, um, Yeah, having that one underlying thing, I would almost say is like foundational to community. And especially, I think, thinking to yourself, like, what are my values? And what are the things that I like want to be strengthened in? And obviously, I think there's a fine line between, you know, being in a group of people who share your values or interests and being in an echo chamber, you know, where it's you need right. other people's perspectives. Right. So having like community, it's fine to have those communities. Like obviously like mm-hmm. great to have people who share that. And it's great to share your interest in that with other people who are interested or also on that boat, but that can't be your only community. So having like some sort of diversity, even if it's like, well, my community in person surrounds around this thing, but then like I go online and I have like, you know, these people that I talk to about, you know, my collection, my coin collection, you know, like those people that just don't live near me. That's a, that's a really good point that you don't, you want to be surrounded by people that are like-minded because it helps you feel supported and not alone, but you also need to be with people who challenge your thinking too, mm. or who challenge you to 
to view a subject or the world in a different way or someone who makes you like kind of step out of your own little like bubble of this is how things should be done this is how the world should work and have say like okay yeah I hear what you're saying but have you ever thought about it this way or yeah what about in this scenario and that's how that's how you grow so I think you're right that there has to be like a foundational value something that's bringing you together but you don't want to be in a community where you're just kind of like little clones of each other like part of community is challenging people to be better and to think about things a new or different way yeah and I think it's really important to have that not only for like all those reasons which I think are probably like first and foremost but also just to learn how to be able to disagree with someone and still be Mm -hmm. friends or to have like Mm -hmm. a frank discussion that doesn't end with like somebody getting upset you know like it's fine if if someone holds a different view and I get really irritated when I see on Instagram, like people are like, you need to read this because you need to know like this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well you telling me what I, how I need to feel and think and do like, isn't respectful and isn't helpful. Like why don't we have a discussion about why you think it's Mm -hmm. important for me to, you know, always use this word instead of that word, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think education is one thing, but I think, you know, telling someone how to do it is different. Um, and I really love that right now I moved to, uh, like a neighborhood suburb of Pittsburgh and there's like actually like a bunch, like 35, like pretty Catholic families, um, Hmm. that live in this area. Like a lot of them are walking distance and we have this thing. It's called Slack. It's like a business platform of communicating, which I'd never heard of before this, but they basically commandeered like a, a, the platform and use it for just communicating between like all these Mm -hmm. families. And so on it, you have like different channels, which are basically like different topics to kind of organize like whatever you're talking about. So it's not, it's not like one big group me that's just like a cluster and there's just too much going on, but it has it kind of organized by topic and it's a little bit more, it's easier and you don't get notifications on your phone like 24 seven, which is nice. You can like shut them to be specific. Um, but anyway, so it's really interesting. Like in there, we, you know, talk about theology. There's a lot of talk about the pandemic. There's like all these different types of things that are said, but Hmm. I, at least, I mean, I just moved here like three weeks ago, so I don't know how much weight I can put in it, but so far I haven't felt like, oh, if I say something about like the pandemic that someone really disagrees with, they're not going to like unfriend me or tell me that I'm a bad person or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, people are people and they say things that can be taken the wrong way or can be kind of hurtful or whatever. Like, it's really awesome to see, like, we can have a discussion about something that we really don't agree on. Yeah. Like you have a level of respect for that, for that person too. That comes with, that comes with like a maturity and even just a realization that like I need other people that I think uh-huh. that when you realize you need community you're just saying to yourself like oh I need other people I like I was created you know by like a god who himself is like a community you know it's like father son and holy spirit it's not just is this heretical I I think feel like I've heard this before that like god isn't just like god is one god is god but he's also like three three persons within one God. And so like, even like looking at how the father and the son and the Holy spirit, like interact with each other, almost feel like a community that they, they all like work together. I don't know. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I, I definitely like, have. I'm thinking is communion of persons. Is that 
in reference to the Trinity? Like the phrase communion with person? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. I know the Trinity gets tricky. They always say, like, if you talk about the Trinity, you're probably saying heresy, but okay, yeah, so we can true. dabble out of the Trinity. But anyway, we, we can dabble out of the Trinity. <laughs> but you but we know that we were like we were created to be in community. Like God like saw created Adam and was like, yo, you need a partner. You need someone to be with you, right. not just these animals, you need another human. And so he created Eve. And we were made to be in community with God too. And I think mm-hmm. that's why like hermits can be hermits is because they aren't by themselves. They have God and he's given them the grace that God is their like only community. And like mm-hmm. the biggest, like having communion with God is the best community that you could ever have, but not everyone has the graces to be able to do that. Because even though it's like the bed, it's also hard. So we need other people to show us how to be good people and how to live good lives. And I do think that that's important. Like, yes, hermits can be hermits and that's fine. And they do have that community with God. And, and I do know that some hermits, like, it's not like they were born into a hermitage and then they live there their whole life. You know, like usually it's just for long periods, but it's also very much a supernatural grace, you know, like it's not for everyone. Not everyone can do it. Not everyone should do it. In fact, most people shouldn't do it. Right. It's a very unique thing. I feel like it's particularly hard to form a community as like a young single person because you have to make more intentional effort to find people who are in the same life phase as you. I know at least I found like even like going to a parish that there's more like groups for like moms or for people who are married or for like the youth group you know but that like young adult group or the young adults can be harder to find people that are of the same the same mind of you or as you or people that you want to form a friendship with I I found myself more challenged as a young adult as a young working professional to build a community unless I'm being intentional about it and um one of my best friends who I met through my job here, he was so good about reaching out to people and having them over for dinner or for include like asking them to go get ice cream with us or like doing like forming discussion groups or like going hiking or whatever and inviting people to come together to just like be friends, to just be humans together but then also we would like discuss some like harder topics or just laugh and and be together she was the one who really taught me like oh if I want a community in my adult life I have to put an effort to build a community but once you I found that once you make that effort at least in my case that the fruits show people are drawn to community and want to be a part of it and I guess your situation is a little bit different like you're married yeah I mean and I you weren't it's... always married and you're young adult life <laughs> No, it's true. I was not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that you have to prioritize and that is hard and you have to be intentional. Like, and it's, and you have to be almost uncomfortable. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like you kind of, I feel like we've done this because we've moved, I've moved one, two, three times in my young adult life. If you don't count like moving out of college. So four, if you count that, which I guess I moved from college to Arizona. So So anyway, four times. And it's hard because you're building these relationships and like friendships in adult life, especially that don't have any, like someone you just met, like in your, your post-college life takes a long time to build up that relationship because 
Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you work with them, you don't see them very often. It's really hard to like share your experiences or whatever. So it's like, maybe you hang out every two weeks. Like, let's just say you were really good at doing that probably more like every month, then you just like aren't getting to the point where you're like sharing things like more of your heart with that person or whatever, like building that deeper relationship. And so I think that has been kind of like a challenge for me is that I have people that I could like hang out with, but it's very hard for me to find someone that I could like call and say like, I'm having a really bad day. Like, can we go to the park? Or like, I'm having a really bad day. Like, would you mind coming over for lunch or something like that? You know? And I think that's, what's frustrating to me, like moving into this community where there's all these families around. I'm like, they all have, you know, except for one family that I know of, at least I'm pretty sure they all have like four five, six, seven kids, which is mm-hmm. awesome. But I can't be like, Hey, like want to come over. They're like, no, like I have a schedule that I have to abide by. Like I have all these kids, like, And then I'm like, well, if your kids come to my house, like, what would they do? Like, do they want to play with baby toys? You know? So (laughs) it's, um, so I do think that it's, it's hard, but it's also like calls for creativity of like, how can I, you know, like I've thought about, I'm like, I need to get out of my house. So maybe I should just say like, does anyone want me to like read books to their kids or like do dishes for them? You know, just to like get Mm -hmm. me out of the house into one, you know, more of those community places. But then it's also hard, like with the, on top of all of that, it was already hard. And now with the pandemic, like, I mm-hmm. think it really gets difficult because everyone's comfort level is a little bit different on like people in their home or going over to someone's home, meeting at this place or that place. And so like, thankfully we're kind of on this like tail end of it. And we know so much more about the virus and all this stuff, which is really great. Um, but I mean, but obviously, there's still a lot of unknowns too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think community has been really hit hard by that. And I think we're seeing a lot of effects and probably everyone listening is experiencing those effects. Like, I don't think there's a single person who's like, oh yeah, my community has been exactly the same. Like, because at some point or another, even the most blasé people have been like, take it, took it some degree of serious at some point in this whole Mm -hmm. scheme of things, you know? Yeah. It's like you have more time to just be with yourself and look at your own flaws or thoughts or anxieties or worries and when you have a community you have other people to temper your anxieties to kind of experience the same thing with you and I've been grateful for being able to FaceTime family and friends and still doing some sense of community by reaching out to people even electronically but there is something about like being with people in person or being in someone's like physical presence that I think is a big part of community. I don't, I, I don't think that you can purely just have like a virtual community, I guess. Yeah. There, I think there is aspects to community that's virtual, whether it's like a blog or like a chat or whatever that you're a part of. But there is something about like being with physical people who are in your physical space that is important. The human interaction, like physical human interaction is important. Yeah, and I've been just been grateful during the pandemic to have roommates that I live with. I think it would be hard not to. I mean, interesting to think about what it would be like without the internet, which I guess there have been many pandemics without internet, and somehow they survived. I definitely think that my first tip is to like be bold and have a plan. So like, Mm. if you want to have, you know, like soup night, soup Tuesday, soup Tuesday, that was a community thing we did in college. Yeah. Soup on Tuesdays. I would make soup. I was just thinking about that. That was one of my favorite communities. 
Yeah, Joanne on healthy nights, Joanne would make soup in her crock pot. Sometimes I would bring Chinese food if we weren't feeling healthy. (laughs) But like doing something like that. They brought us together. Right. And it doesn't have to be, you know, expensive or fancy or whatever, you know, or stressful. Like, you know, you're welcoming people into your home and into your life and into your heart. And so like, Mm -hmm. as long as it reflects that, like that is what's important, I think. Um, and then bring people together. And if it totally tanks, like, that's fine. Like, I know I've tried to like throw like brunches or whatever and like one person came, but it's like great because you have this relationship with one person, you know, Mm. it's, it can be really defeating, but I think the whole thing is just like reaching out. Like, I don't think any of us have ever been insulted by being invited to someone's soup night or brunch or whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. you might just say like, sorry, pass. Like I, you know, have whatever to do, but yeah, but we all want to be included. Yeah, I feel like my tips are similar to yours, maybe like phrased a little bit of a different way, but like, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Like, don't be afraid to feel a little like awkward or uncomfortable when inviting someone. I think like for most people, like making new friends doesn't come like supernaturally. That there's always a little bit of like awkwardness at the beginning while you're still getting to know someone or feeling them feeling out the situation or whatever I think like don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone I also think that a big thing in forming community is that you have an activity that you do together that I think it can be hard to make friends by just saying like hey like let's go get coffee or like hey let's sit and chat at least for me it's helpful if I am making a new friend or wanting to build a new community saying like hey let's go for a walk let's go for a hike let's make banana bread let's Mm. garden let's go like having some sort of activity that gives you like things to talk about or shared experiences that help form that community um like kind of creating memories together and that's part of the thing that like bonds people together in friendship and in community is by just experiencing life together Mm -hmm. um yeah no that's good a really good tip too because like when you you know, like met this person at church and you're like, kind of like, wow, like they're interesting. And I would love to hang out with them more. Like it can be really awkward if you're like, let's get lunch. And it's like, okay, well now you have to come up with a conversation, you know, like, and that's Mm -hmm. a fine thing. If you, you know, feel comfortable doing that, want to do it. It's the easiest option. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Being like, Hey, I'm going to plant some stuff in my garden. Like, would you be interested in coming like and helping me or like, cause then there's something you can do together. And then it kind of Mm -hmm. is more fun. Like if some brando asked me to like, plant in their garden I'd probably be like oh like that's different fun like maybe I'm interested in that you know yeah makes and you the more thing is, is like you could go and hang out with someone and be like you know what they really weren't for me and that's okay it's like it's worth a try if you're trying to make new friends right. if you're trying to build community like don't close yourself off just because you may not think at first impression that you would get along with that person I think like advice that I give myself is like, just give it a try. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. You know, it's particularly when it comes to friendships, it's, you need to, you need to at least give it a try and put yourself out there and be willing to be at least vulnerable in some way. This morning I had my, I had to do a little like book study with some girls that I work with every Thursday. We get together and we, discuss a book we do like highs and lows from the week and then we chat about whatever book we're reading whatever topic and right now we're doing 
I'm a book by Jacques Philippe called In the School of the Holy Spirit. And so that's a way that we're like, we're, build, we're building community. And another thing that my roommate and I, Hannah, are doing that is like helping to build community just among us is like every morning we wake up and we work out before we go to work. And that in itself is like an intentional way that we're building community within our own, within our own home. And I think it's something important to like, and I've been thinking about particularly during this pandemic, like how do I build community with the people that I'm with? Even if I, if I, even if I can't go out and meet someone new, how do I build community like with the women that I live with? So by working out in the morning is one way that we do that. Okay, Joe, how have you built community in your life? This week I have not done it so far. I don't think I went to the dentist. Um, doesn't really count. <laughs> you don't really build community at the dentist. So tomorrow I actually organized gun safety and shooting 101 class, um, which I'm really you excited You and Dave, about. your husband? Me and Dave, my husband, and our friend Matt, and then our friend, our married friends, Drew and Suki, um, we're all going to go. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that because I think it's going to be like some, like a fun activity, but um, also... I mean, safety first. I think if you're going to own or use a firearm, you should do it safely, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm excited to do that. Um, it's going to be like a two-hour class. Uh, and then Fun. next week, uh, I think I'm going to go to, they're doing outdoor workout classes. My um, personal trainer has like a fitness, like, conglomerate it's not like a oh, business cool. it's all like she does classes she does personal training she does like nutrition stuff but she um I think is going to do some of her classes outside so that is exciting and hopefully you know being able to connect with her and some other people working out together so yeah look at us building community in our everyday lives even during a pandemic Maddie we are amazing we're making that we're putting some jam on our toast and yeah, because listen, toast has been dry. too dry. It's been too dry. Super dry. <laughs> Just like this plant in my room, I need to water it. Oh no. My yeah. lavender plant is like on its way out. I really have tried, but I think it's I think it's a goner. Dang it. I'm I just so put sad. my lavender plant outside in the sun and it's doing much better. Oh really? So I don't Mine know is like wilty 24-7. I water it and it wilts. And I just try putting understand. it in the sun. See what okay. happens. I just want it to bloom. Right now, it's just like, it's like two alfalfas of like greens. <laughs> two little yeah, sprouts. Yeah, that's kind of how mine is too. But it's but looking a little healthier. I think I'm going to, in the spring, I'll buy one and plant it in the yard. Oh, good I'll plant. Pick the flowers off. Yeah. And herbs. I just want like a hundred herbs. I'm on a basil kick right now. I could just bring the basil all day long. Gotta love good basil. With Mama cheese. Mia. I've been, it's been so good. I t got cherry tomatoes from the farmer's market cheese mm. from the farmer's market and basil from the farmer's market and you put them all together and it's so amazing girl you're super um, farmer's markety oh i just went over the weekend and like while i was walking around i was like oh my gosh i need that combination right now so i bought all this stuff while i was there mm, not so very good. cost effective but it's so delicious. delicious treat yourself girl i know i need to treat myself thanks for, for tuning in tune in next thanks time thanks for tuning in to hear us talk about something else. <laughs> Bye now. Bye now. <laughs>